Welcome to the Kinetic Belief Podcast. I'm Stephen Canyon, and I'm so excited to champion, encourage, and edify you every day right here. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. So glassophobia or a fear of public speaking is a really a common phobia and is one that's believed to affect up to 75% of the population. And I think the rest of them just aren't really being honest about it. Some people even feel like they, you know, that slight nervousness at the very thought of public speaking, getting up in front of people, especially peers or family, and having to say something is terrifying, while others experience just... Oh, gosh, and I've even done this myself. Full-on panic and fear, tunnel vision, sweats, all of it. I'm just going to collapse or faint, fall out, terrified. They are <laughs> So many people, they just, as a result of all of that, try to avoid public speaking situations at all costs. Or if they've got to speak in public, they just endure the shaking hands and the the weak knees the qua- the the quivering voice and and you always see, you've been there you feel for the person that's up in front of the audience and that you just okay they're going to fall out i'm sick because they are we just vicariously are experiencing the nervousness uh, anxiety the terrified moment of oh my gosh can you believe it i've got to say something in front of everybody how do you overcome the fear of public speaking? What a big one, right? Glad to have you back with us today. I really appreciate you joining us again for the podcast, Law of Attraction Kinetic Belief Podcast. You know, I never take you for granted. And I can always tell from the emails that we're getting that, you know, you don't take us for granted either. And somehow, we all know how, through the substance of things believed and hoped for, we have found each other. I'm Stephen Canyon. KineticBelief.com is the website. And you can reach us by email at kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com. I think I got that right, didn't I, Megan? Yeah, you got it right. Is that yeah. correct? Kinetic, That's a lot of... Kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com. How are you? You don't seem too nervous today. Uh, well, no one's no one's looking. I can't see the audience, so I'm okay. <laughs> but if we could see them? Ooh, it would be... Oh, not true. I don't know. Well, you know, I, I can remember years ago, you showed up, and our MC for an event... Um, oh had goodness. not been able to make it, and I'm like, okay, Megan, you're the MC tonight. You oh, remember wow. that? Uh, yeah, I remember it, but I also don't remember it because I'm pretty sure I blacked out. You did great. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you were fantastic, as always. Oh, you know, it's really a funny thing for me because having played the violin since I was a kid, uh, no nerves. I could play for thousands of people on the violin, no, no, no worries or no issues there, but oh, have me introduce the song <laughs> or say hello or something. And what do you think that is for you? Why why were you so frightened of getting up and saying something in front of people? Well, for me, it was one of those things that I had never practiced. You know, I think it's, Practice, a, huh? yeah, I think mm. it's something that you absolutely can get better at. But to put yourself out there enough to even get the experience to not be nervous <laughs> was a difficult one for me. Just like I was saying with the violin, it was second nature. Um, being in front of people doing that was... It's, I don't know. It's something. 
Yeah, yeah it's, yeah, well, it's you know, a but, weird thing. But, you know, it also with your violin, you were playing at the age of three. And yeah. you probably weren't doing a lot of public speaking anyway at the age of three. Not that right? I know Four, of. Four, five, I don't think six. so. No. But How I think about, like, actors and, you know, people who are in theater from a young age. And, and I think mm. it helps, you know, mm. to, to start early. But, you know, we all have to do this at some point, though. I mean, we don't live in caves. But so. do we? Well, you know, there's always <laughs> I mean, going to be know, that moment of like a toast at a I wedding. Know people or... that will avoid public speaking, either they will f- you, give me a chance or an opportunity to feign sickness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Tell me I've got to speak before Oh, yeah. No, I people. can't go to my brother's wedding because I'm not giving a toast. <laughs> I, or funeral. <laughs> or funeral. <laughs> or, or whatever. I would rather be the one in the It casket. is definitely something that I think most people avoid. And, and even now, I mean, when I have to, when I have to do it, it takes quite a bit of a... Uh, preparation and a lot of you know introspection what do you know well speaking of a funeral or a, a wedding it i saw this recently that most there there are a lot of people that would rather die than give a, a public oh my goodness speech Oh, my word. Well, you know, I actually, um, I used to have really horrible nightmares about public speaking. Like, I would get up there, and, and I would freeze, and, I, and my mouth couldn't move. And, you know, I think that's something that everyone has. But for me, I, I, I ping off the audience too much. You know, I look out there, and I just see all these people, and they look like they basically want to kill you. And they don't. <laughs> they don't. They're just focused on you. They're just well, paying attention. Th- this is going to be fun. There is so much we're going to cover in this hour, and I yeah. believe we're going to get to all of it. And if you and you hang in there, and you get to the end of this hour with us, you will never again, or you'll at least know what to do to not be fearful of getting up in front of a room full or a group full of people or some at the office to, just to make a presentation. You're going to be able to overcome the fear the anxiety. You will no longer have what glossophobia when it comes to speaking uh, large. Glossophobia or mm-hmm. glassophobia? Glossophobia. Okay. I didn't even Gloss. know what it was called. Glossophobia. Glossophobia. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's well, I'm ready. I'm so it. ready for this episode because, you know, this is something I've gotten a lot better yet at, but it is anything but foolproof. I mean, it depends on the kind of day I I'm having. I think you're going to be surprised along with a lot of other people and when we get into the crux of this, how to fix it. It's not dealing with the fruit of it we're going to get down to the root of it well and i gotta say if anybody could get us there it is you i've never seen someone more at ease and it's almost when i watch you at events or in front of people it's almost like you're more at ease talking to crowds than just you know anything else it's amazing well you know but there there again understanding this is not something that really comes natural in fact if you try to approach this from a natural uh uh, stance, you don't really get there. And this mm. is something I, I understood very early on and, and worked through the process many, many years ago. So it looks like it's easy for me, but I also went through the, there's nothing special about me. It's something anyone can do. Well, see, that's already a huge point that I didn't know is it shouldn't be natural. Don't approach it from the natural. That's right. And that's what people that's try good. to teach it from the natural. And they say, well, mm. don't do this. And you need to work in front of the mirror. You need to get into the practical expression of working on what is making you nervous about it but they're missing the the root of it okay because fear fear just it crushes people and with the thought of public speaking there are so many reasons for that and then there are those that well they just overestimate the stakes of communicating their ideas they think oh gosh you know everything is resting on if i'm going to be successful at communicating my thoughts in front of other people and they just they view the the speaking event as some kind of a 
uh, a potential threat to their their credibility <laughs> or their image or their chance to you know this is my only chance to reach an audience what if i blow it what if they hate me what if they throw tomatoes what if i get the the hook <laughs> and, they, and they just say see it as this do or die situation mm. and you know how fear works it snowballs and yeah. it just increases and the more you dwell on that event coming up saturday and here it is it's just wednesday yeah and I've got three more days to dread this and fear this and pace the floor and imagine this. And your imaginations, those negative thoughts begin to crush you. And by the time it, it, it uh, Saturday evening comes up and the curtain goes up, you may have had a lot to say when you get out there and you can't think of one word. And that is when it happens. It happens leading up to. It's the anticipation. I, I was a, when I played violin with someone and she had this huge... Um, like senior college, you know, graduation recital, solo recital coming up. And like two or three weeks before, all of a sudden, every time she would try to hold a note, her bow would just start violently shaking. (laughs) That's a vibrato, isn't it? Uh, No, (laughs) wrong hand. (laughs) More more like a Dolly Dolly Parton. I mean, she literally, right? (laughs) Voice. Yeah, but she's literally spent like weeks leading up to this recital, not Mm. just practicing her songs, but literally trying to get a grip on. She's not even in front of anyone yet. This is just the thought of it. The thought of it. Isn't that amazing? Well, you know, the truth is, is that fear can be, that's why this is so important. Fear can be hurting your professional and your personal life as well. And that's what we're going to deal with. By the way, I just wanted to tell you that she did great. (laughs) <laughs> oh, she did. She, she ended up doing really, really, really well. I like a happy ending. I like uh, yeah. that. A good ending to the story. In case story. she's listening, I wanted to give her props. She did great. Well, I'm sure most people have been there before. Even if you haven't given that public uh, speech, you probably have been presented with the opportunity or you thought about it or it could have been just something that maybe you come from a large family and you were having a formal dinner and dad says, uh, I want you to tell everybody what you what happened today. Oh my and you're goodness. just terrified having to speak to the family. Yep. Something as small as that. But, you know, you feel nervous and your your palms, they just they start to sweat. Your stomach is tied itself all in knots and uh, you don't want to do it. You just want to die. You <laughs> <laughs> crawl in a crawl hole. out the door. <laughs> but you can overcome this, the fear of public speaking. And that's why this is, I think it's important that we just jump right into it today. I think so too. And, you know, this does not just affect people who are introverted or shy. Um, I'm a naturally very confident person in every possible way. Um, mm-hmm. But this affected me in a huge way. There is something about a crowd of people all eyeballs on you and all you can hear are the words coming out of your mouth <laughs> it's and an it's, out of body experience it, it, right? there is something very special about that experience so it's it's a good one to zero in on did you ever have to give public um speeches in school or in oh, college oh or, yeah they know? were horrible horrible the, like the speech the, itself or the experience either one i mean <laughs> one makes the other right like yeah. i mean just the and i think probably the worst part that people deal with is it's the physiological mm-hmm. response mm-hmm. the nerves that you you feel 100 percent out of control you know you're nervous you're about to give a speech you're holding your little stupid flashcards, and you know if anything sort of highlights your hands shaking it's a big piece of paper going you know it's like all they can hear is <laughs> well, you know what's happening when you, you mentioned the physiological response. It's natural yeah. that when you are um, in a, when you are, gosh, just fearful of anything, yeah. you automatically go into fight or flight mode. And in public speaking, you can do neither. 
you, you've ran out of options like and you're your, standing there uh, uh, proverbially run. naked in front of you can't run you can't fight you can't fly you can't anything and you're just standing there shaking and sweating and whatever it is well and that's so. probably the biggest thing is that you know your brain sort of shuts down and and you know we can overcome a lot as humans with our intellect and with reasoning and you know with our inner dialogue but this is one of those things that once it sets in and it locks in on you <laughs> do you do you really think that when you see these videos or you go to the wedding and you see the guy or whoever pass out they they faint do you yeah. really think it's because they've locked their knees or something i mean why don't they just faint at home standing in the kitchen when they've locked their knees well it's funny because they lock their knees at weddings because of observation, because they're Fear. so Fear. aware of people right. looking at them. That's right. And locking your knees is really just a byproduct of clinching everything. Yeah, and right. So, so in public speaking, maybe, uh, you know, bending at your knees a little uh, bit, that's yeah. not going to really help, Not passing it? out would probably be the wow. first step, yes. Actually, not to, I don't know why I'm bringing up weddings so much today, but I was at a wedding, and there's this guy, it's a groomsman, he's probably at least seven feet tall. He was enormous and he looked like a tree and mm -hmm. we're just on the front row watching the wedding oh no and no. <laughs> he locked his knees no. and he just and there's oh, a it's goodness. a it's an old old stone church and so the floor is stone you know it's not even carpeted he faints he just mm. goes over like an oak and this guy mm. catches him right before his head hits the ground but the worst part he did it three more times. No way. Where's the chair? Where's some... Where? He wouldn't sit down. Oh, because it's a formal wedding. He would not sit down. And he doesn't want to mess up the wedding, and so he wants guy, to just keep falling over instead yeah, of sitting at yeah. a job. I mean, oh. it was like his head was there. about to... You saw this. Oh, yeah. And we're just watching. Like, <laughs> three times? Yeah. And this guy behind him is catching him just right before no. oh, so his head. so he was head. being caught each time. Yeah, but barely because he's so big. Uh. It was crazy. So, you oh, know... Oh, but the people getting married, and that's what their memory is going to be about well right? he was kind of off to the side so uh, as it was happening they didn't mm, know oh, really? but the video i'm sure the video oh, would, oh <laughs> would be an entertaining one crazy. well yeah. you know we as creators are able to activate a field of energy and we know that you know kinetic believers working in the law of attraction that's what we're actually doing and and that's what begins attracting the substance literally attracting the good thing that we are desiring so when we're desiring to become confident public speakers that have the uh, uh confidence to get up and without nervousness but actually anticipating with great enjoyment and enthusiasm the opportunity to express yourself to others because you're unconditionally loving yourself and you're loving everyone else and you're not in a fearful stance at all. This is to be um, uh, desired, something that we all want to achieve. You know, th this is what happens when you have a sustained, uh, imaginative, uh, high viewpoint thought form that you're desiring for something. And in this case, you know, public speaking, the ability to get up and express yourself to others. Most people. They just kind of hope that the ability to speak effectively is just going to kind of happen for them. You know, they've been tasked with giving that speech. And, well, I'm going to prepare. I'm going to practice in front of the mirror. And, and I'm going to give the speech to mom and, and the dog. If it'll sit still long enough, I'm going to give the speech to the dog. I'm going to practice this and, and work on it and just hope it all works out. And nothing just happens. You've got to hold on to that vision as a present belief or a conviction. That means that it is becoming something that it doesn't matter what, what anyone says. It doesn't matter what the reaction may or may not be when you give that speech. This has become a conviction for you that you see yourself 
enjoying the experience of communicating to a large group of people. Now, you have to discipline your emotional state of being in order to be able to do this, to remain optimistically convinced that what you have imagined to do successfully that it has come to pass. So this isn't some future date, like this is Wednesday or Thursday, and I'm going to give this speech uh, on Saturday night or on Sunday, whenever it is. This isn't something off in the future. This is something that has already passed. It's already occurred, and nothing bad came of it. Nothing great came of it. That's not the purpose of doing the speech. Now, you're beginning to imagine and to see the opportunity as... Uh, something different than the, the measurement or the standards that are set by the world or in the natural. What are you doing? You're determining that you just know what you know, that whatever you are desiring, it belongs to you. The ability to speak comfortably and delightfully in front of a group of people belongs to you. It is you. It inhabits you. You're not trying to become this. You already are that. And so this is what you're meditating on and kinetically believing, putting forth that that imagination, that thought form toward attracting the, the confidence and the desire to do that. But not only that, but now you're seeing this as something that's already happened. So you have a sense of gratitude that you are that. The essence of good public speaking is you. It's not something to be obtained. It's not, it's not a, a practice that you're either going to clear the bar or you're not. You can go under the bar of it and still be successful because you are um, communicating the in, inner beauty of who you are authentically. You see it in your mind, and you've been kinetically journaling your belief in proper sequence every day as a successful public speaker. Now, you've been casting down imaginations all along that don't agree with your vision because those thought forms that are practiced and habitual all of your life, the, the time that you... Uh, you know, you had to speak to the family or you had to give a speech in college and you remember those sweats or, and, and you start uh, imagining those, those past negative experiences, those negative influencers uh, coming in and you're reliving that. No, what you do is you're casting down all of those thoughts that don't agree with this new vision now that you're holding on to. What are you doing? You're becoming positive. You're not considering anything negative. Listen, Negativity is an idea that is always going to be born of fear. You were talking about the physiological responses to fear a minute ago. Negativity is just an idea that's born of those. And it's going to result in um, the physiological response. You can, you can be lying in bed at night and remember some terrifying or a fearful experience in the past, and you'll start those, those same, uh, that perspiration, the tunnel vision, you can have all the same physiological response, and there's nothing around. There's no one around to, to cause you to be fearful. It's just the thought or the idea that's now beginning to manifest. Fear is an, an emotional state under the perpetual influence of decay or contraction. And see, we understand this as kinetic believers. The tunnel vision, the sweating, all of that, again, is just going to be the emotional state that we're experiencing because of the idea of the thing that we fear. Positive emotions are always going to be based in gratitude. We're thankful that we've already successfully stood before a room full of people and given a speech, and we just talked and communicated. The kinetic energy of belief expands life 
It increases life. It's all about growth. And it adds to the good with more good. But now it's only a matter of time before your good imaginations move into form. Those good thought forms actually attract the mass of success or the substance of being able to stand up before a room full of people and give a speech. So how does it move into form? And this is going to be vitally important to your success at attracting a successful event. Through kinetic belief, you are attracting all of the energy that's going to be required to create the good circumstance that you're anticipating coming up this weekend or to produce the desired physical result. Well, how can you do that? You do that by purposing to kinetically believe the imagined outcome to move to or result from your good expectation. You're just kinetically believing and you're journaling in the present tense and that's what's going to keep you on the alert. Um, Do you think that we're always um, interacting with some sort of imaginings? Um, I mean, whether we are aware of it or not, do you think we're always sort of uh, pre-imagining something that's about to happen? So it's like if you have this speech coming up Is it just our human default that we're like sort of putting ourselves into that situation? We're imagining it good or bad outcome. We are creative beings. We are in in the natural. We are beings in the natural, having a natural experience. And we have a knee-jerk reaction to pre-imagined experiences based on our past experiences. Now, but what we do have going for us is that the thoughtful kinetic believer, the one who's purposefully using the law of attraction to redirect the natural course of a life, we have the ability to choose the positive or negative. Is It's like saying, is the glass half full or half empty? We, we always go to one or the other. You know negative people and you know positive people that are by nature seemingly one or the other. I can tell you that it is not natural for a person to be more optimistic and, and positive than the other. This is something that somebody that is, they're stirring up those good thoughts. And so as a kinetic believer, we're constantly, continually, through the journaling process every day, stirring up that, you know what, if this, what looks like a bad thing happens, I know that there's actually good in that. So I immediately begin, I look at the good, I interpret the good in it, I see the good, and and I'm able to process now all information as it's coming as a good thing looking at the good and expecting, therefore, a good outcome. Um, with with public speaking, it's interesting because we're, we're focusing on the fear of public speaking. And I don't think I've ever really just heard what you just said where it's – it's overcoming fear. It's as basic, not as basic, but it's as simple as that. It's not, it's not really about the public speaking. It's about overcoming fear. So the steps that you take to overcome the fear of public speaking really are the steps to overcome the fear of being poor or the fear of not finding love. Um, it would seem. Fear is always anchored in perspective. It's how you see something. One person can fear water and another person does not fear water. Now the water, water doesn't change. 
it's the same thing. Water is, is, the, is the same substance, uh, but it has a different outcome or expectation on different people. And so what we do is a kinetic believe a positive individual going through life with positive experiences and anticipating them, always looking for the best, always thinking the best. What we're doing is we're casting down negative imaginations, and that's what it is. The person that's fearful of water has negative thoughts about water. Mm. The person that's not has positive thoughts about it. A person who's afraid to fly has negative thoughts about flying. The person who is terrified of public speaking has negative imaginations that they're harboring and working on, thinking about, dwelling on, stirring up, continually meditating on that is now manifesting itself into the outward expression of fearful things. You know, it seems that I loved how you were just describing, you know, bringing into control your emotions and your thoughts and something like public speaking, something that, that is that terrifying for people can send those spiraling and into just this, this intense, uh, you know, out of whack experience. Like we were at Isle of Palms not that long ago and uh, we were watching some kite surfers get set up, you know. They have the huge kites. They inflate. But this one guy, he was obviously kind of a novice because his was like taking off down the beach and he wasn't even mm-hmm. ready yet. I mean, he didn't have his, his surfboard or anything. But that just popped into my head as this visual like you just get triggered. You know, something that's so terrifying as public speaking triggers your fear. And it's, and it's like you have to work so hard to like, okay, let me get this line and get a hold of this part of it. And let me get a hold of this part of it. You know, my emotions, my thoughts, my predisposition my my history with this thing there's just so much to sort of like pull into you well think about it i mean that's what terror is terror is nothing but the fear of what could happen the thoughts of what could happen the bad things of what could happen well terror or terrorism is ineffective if it if it cannot if that thought process is not perpetuated somehow if people if you don't if you don't dwell on fearful things there is no terror or fear involved in it so we as positive kinetic believers working in the law of attraction we have to journal every day the perpetual thought outward expression inward expression coming in contact with the within nature of all things working together for good that you are a perfecting, uh, perfected individual who's perfecting their life, mind, body, spirit, and soul, advancing toward a perfected completion, um, expanding, enjoying life, increase of life. All these things are a choice. It's always going to come down to a choice. And so you're redirecting your thoughts. And again, going back to what you said, casting down those negative imaginations, all those thoughts, and it does require practice. Mm-hmm. And you have yeah. to pers purposefully do this something i heard one time uh they polled men and women and said what is your absolute you know biggest fear um and for women it was just dying but for most women but for men it was being laughed at that was Mm. one of the most prolific answers Mm. um and that i think that goes right in hand with public speaking because isn't isn't that a big cause of the root of the fear of public speaking because it's you're involving this huge audience well it is but you know something it also comes right back around to this and this is going to be fundamentally this is so vital to your success regardless of what you're looking at uh, attracting into your life right now is we get out of the the practice of caring about what other people think mm. 
genuinely, authentically, you don't care anymore. You are not creating your self-worth, your self-value. You're not comparing yourself. You're getting out of the business of competition. Competition means I care about what you think, or I've got to do better than you, or is my performance worse than you? We're looking around. We're living by the senses. We're living by what we see, feel, hear, taste, touch. We're living by the expectations or judgments of other people. Often, the person who's terrified of public speaking has been bullied in their life. Mm -hmm. They have been abused by other people, and all of their self-value, their self-worth, their evaluations of self, they're even often living the lives other people have put on them to live. Everything is going to be peened off of what others are saying, the expectations of others. Therefore, there's a fear of failure where other people's ideas of them are concerned. So we become successful at public speaking, at anything else in life, uh, at being ourselves, our true authentic self that we've located on the within. And from that higher viewpoint, we're creating these thought forms that we're holding that are true to ourselves and not in competition with anyone else. You work on all those things, and then now all of a sudden when you stand up before a room full of people, it no longer matters what they think about you. It doesn't matter if they love you Or if they hate you, if they judge you for being one thing or uh, criticize you for being another. Why? Because you have learned to unconditionally love yourself. And it's not based on what other people think. And in turn, now, you can look out at the room and you're unconditionally loving them. It doesn't matter what they they look like, what their, their faces look like, or if they are seemingly scowling at you, or even if they're approving of you. All those things now have taken a second place in in your own thoughts as to what is truly important. And what's important to you is going to be the fullest expression of the authentic self that you've been meditating on, working in your kinetic belief, journaling. uh, You're journaling these ideas, these thoughts that are based on who you are, why you are here, what your real giftings are, and the expression of those. That's a really powerful um, idea that you just proposed that not caring about what people think of you or or pinging off of them you know not not needing the validation outside validation from other people is something that you need to be doing in your entire life and it would seem that if you're not doing that you've sort of already sabotaged yourself in the area of public speaking absolutely yes yeah that's not something Mm -hmm. you can turn like on and off like a light switch you're not even taking the first step towards success as long as you are still um determining all of your self-value is coming from the thoughts and ideas mm-hmm. and judgments of other people because they're always going to let you down. Mm-hmm. You could be the best public speaker in, in a competitive way with your number one, and there's always going to be somebody going after the number one to tear you down, to backstab you, mm-hmm. to ridicule you and tell you what's wrong with you because you, you've become their audience. You've communicated that you, you know, your self-value, your self-worth is going to be based on whether or not they approve of your ability as a good public speaker. I think that's also something that can be very difficult to just sever and cut off and sort of go cold turkey because if you have been getting your self-worth and your validation from outside sources, from other people, from your job or whatever, um, it's addictive. It's incredibly addictive to, you know, hear all these good things about yourself. And, and you're, you know, you, you've been living your whole life saying, well, I'm doing good because they said I'm doing good. Um, that's a tough switch to make. It is if you don't put any effort into it. You've got to be willing to put the effort into becoming a successful kinetic believer. Yeah. And that's one of the fundamental um, starts. That's 101. 
at becoming a successful law of attractor is you're learning to love yourself. And it has nothing to do with the ideas and the judgments of other people. It has everything to do with you. You're looking on the within to become an expression of who you are. And it's never, ever again going to be based on the thoughts, opinions, and ideas of others. Listen, if you're willing to do this, and attract uh, forever what you, if you're willing to do this forever and just stay the course, that you know what, no matter what, I'm going to become successful uh, at public speaking. It's not going to take you long to do this. Um, You've determined that you have a good purpose for imagining yourself, holding the thought form of public speaking, of being dynamic and life-changing for other people. And it's now all of a sudden, it's agreeing with the good purpose of your life. Look, public speaking is good for you. In other words, you will attract what's in harmony with your peace if you decide that, you know what, this is good for me. It's not harmful for me. This is something that I actually need to be good at. And if you've internalized and visually and emotionally internalized an image uh, that you're fearful of speaking in public, and then you support your fear with all these different reasons. What if they don't like me? What if they don't believe me? What if I mess up? What if I uh, don't effectively communicate? Whatever it is, then you are actually you're kinetically believing that failure, and you're going to be fearful every single time. Are they going to like me? Are they going to approve of me? But if you see yourself loving yourself to present yourself and totally, uh, um, and you see you're being you're being approved of by you and only you. You have it within your purpose. You're grateful for it. You're not fearful of this. You're in kinetic belief. You're journaling this. And in fact, I'm so confident now. I want to speak right now. Why do I have to wait until Saturday? Why can't I go and do it now? I am so ready just to be me, to be an expression of me. It doesn't matter uh, if if this is a future time when I can speak or uh, I don't even even know when. They can call me right now or send the car to get me right now. I don't know how I'm going to. I don't even know what I'm going to talk about. I just want to be in front of people. I want to be an expression of who I am. I don't need to know anything else. I just need to know that speaking is the way for me to fly. It's the way for me to live. It's the way for me to manifest my better self. It's the way that I can see my own dreams and expose the expression of who I am And because I need to go out into the light and where there is uh, only good because I am good. The essence of me is good. And then you must have the, uh, the idea that, you know what, I just am and therefore I am. And it's all up to me now to express that because it feels good. It tastes good. It is good. You know, and and the opportunity to do these things are going to come and you're going to be looking forward to it. And you know something else? You're going to find out that to be a good communicator, that ability, it was actually there all along. Just as surely as you are, it's there and it's manifested into your life because your life is manifested in words. Words are things, and you are expanding yourself by words. See, when you know this, you absolutely have control of kinetic belief in all of your abilities, all of your words, all of your group talks. You're moving to, or the attraction is resulting from, your good good uh, kinetic belief. I love the perspective shift that you really just gave us a glimpse into um, that this is good for you because when we are biologically engineered to 
run and resist and pull away from things that don't feel good, that we have fear. You know, our body says, um, you know, that thing's going to eat you alive. You better run. (laughs) (laughs) And we listen to it. Um, So changing, shifting your perspective of how you feel about public speaking and how you see it. Um, It's good for you. I like that. That was really, really good. This is this is good for you. You started by today by talking about how positive emotions um, are going to be created by gratitude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So is this like a, uh, is this a thought by thought process? You know, because obviously our, our bad visions of public speaking are, they're going to be, they're going to come to us one, one horrible traumatizing <laughs> thought at right, a time. Right. Are you just dealing with, is that really what this process looks like? No, if you go to a, if you go to a vocation school that's going to teach you public speaking, they're going to take it thought by thought by thought. And 12 months from now, you'll get the degree <laughs> and you will be a, a proper uh, public Certified. speaking ele- elocutioner <laughs> and all as well. And you've dealt with all the fruit. You're, you're climbing around in the top of the fruit tree, picking fruit until it's all gone. Mm. And now you've somehow you've worked and you sweated your way through it and you are successful at it. Yeah. And that comes with a lot of practice. That's one way to do it. And that's not what we're talking about here with kinetic belief. It is a holistic way of becoming a good public speaker. And it's done going to the root of the essence of what makes it fearful to begin with. Because you can, you know, you don't have to practice the elocution and art form of it. Uh, Obviously, that builds confidence, but confidence should come with being okay with who you are. Without knowing how to say a single word with vowel sound correctly, (laughs) uh, not recognizing speed, pitch, tone, inflection, Mm -hmm. uh, any of those qualities of being a good public speaker, you you shouldn't have to know how to do any of that to be confident with yourself. And it seems like that would be the difference between memorizing a really good speech and being one of those speakers with an effervescent quality, that little extra spark. Uh, that charisma that just wells up from within. You know the difference when you're watching it in the audience. So it seems like that would be the biggest difference. One is mechanics, and like you said, the other one's holistic. Well, if you were to look in on the successful public speaker, then yes, those are the things that you're going to notice. It's somebody that's confident, and they're comfortable with themselves. They're comfortable with their humor. They're relaxed. They're breathing deeply. Uh, they're comfortable being in front of the room. But that's the perspective from the outside looking in. If you were actually the public speaker, speaker and now you the self-awareness what you're actually doing well let's believe that you're going to give a public speech you're going to give a lot of public speeches first a lot of speaking is simply well it's just relative just to do a little talking so there's really no such thing of a, a lot it just is but you want to attract more than constant confidence to speak in public you're kinetically believing to manifest a lot of inner energy uh, excited confidence you're aggressive uh, you have aggressive desire to do that you're not running from it you're not second guessing it you're not back in the green room sweating having to go out there in front of a room full of people you just have to mentally stop believing that you don't have a lot of confidence and your idea of experience doesn't dictate that it doesn't matter if you've got if you've done a hundred speeches or 500 engagements you choose the experience that you're imagining and you've been look you've been talking since you were nine months old so you're experienced you've you've been used since before you entered the natural so you're an expert at you 
You see, you're changing your self-image. You're changing the qualifiers that make you confident and fearless. You're kinetically journaling to adhere to the belief that you see yourself with the good of your imagination to be an expression of you. Even if you say nothing at all, you're standing up there in front of 500 people and you you are doing it on purpose to say nothing. Look, 50% of the communication is nonverbal. So you're communicating a lot to a room full of people by not saying anything at all. So now you know anything goes, which you're communicating. Anything goes. When you're standing in front of a room, no pressure. There's no self-demands on fear. What are you doing? You're kinetically occupying the quantum level of your expectations of relief. You see, you're out of self-debasement now. You're attracting like kind. You're beautiful to be seen, beautiful to be heard because you are naturally you. You're not trying to be a conformist. Most people look at themselves in the mirror and they let what they see in in others dictate their belief about themselves. And they're seeing themselves through the eyes of others. They see themselves through the through the eyes of their, their mother, or they're fearful that their father, their, their natural dad might hear what they're saying. And they see, less, they see less or more than what they see in others when they look at themselves. Either way, you're not looking at yourself. And that's why you keep getting the same results. Those results are going to be fear-based. When you are Seeing yourself, your performance through the eyes of somebody else, it's always going to be fear-based, based upon well, you're not being honest with yourself and fear that, uh, that you're going to somehow be found out as not being as what they expect you to be. Other people, they start off strong and they have a good image in their mind and they see themselves as successfully speaking to a group of people. I'm, I'm, I'm the one. I'm the big guy up here with the microphone. And then this little thought comes in. Who do you think you are? You don't know anything about what you're talking about. Don't you remember how many times you've failed in your life? Now, in their imagination, in their belief, emotionally, they had it all together when they walked into that room, when they walked out on that stage. But then they, they stop judging themselves by their intentions, and they all of a sudden they're looking at themselves by what they see or what they're imagining to think, and they're now moved from the highest viewpoint of self, from holding the thought form of authority and freedom and power and success, and soon they start believing that inner voice of condemnation, and they think, oh my gosh, man, they just don't believe me. They they won't like me. No, look, they're looking at me right now. They don't know, know what I'm saying. They're looking at their watches. Oh, no, somebody got up and walked out of the back of the room. Are they going to the bathroom or are they leaving? <laughs> I need to call off the intermission or everybody will walk out of here. You know, that's, that's what most people do. They, they start nurturing the fear, and then that fear just begins to grow. Poor results. The same old life keeps showing up. They did not add the discipline of kinetic journaling to their belief. And so what always happens, happens. And the, the negative influencer shows up, and it comes from the, the negative imaginations that you continue to hold on to, so it has access to you. Those thoughts, those reasons, they get in there and stir you up. You believe it, and you're done. So overcoming the fear of public speaking really is rooted in changing of perspectives, changing how you approach, uh, how you see yourself, 
how you see audiences and other people, and how you really see public speaking itself. So when you're rearranging those thoughts, um, that it all kind of comes together in this really beautiful way. You start casting down negative imaginations, you're going to throw a lot of history of belief out the door. All those things that you've thought about public speaking don't exist when you cast down negative imaginations. And this seems like it's also going to sort of leak into the rest of your life. You can't get up on a stage and be this confident, effervescent public oh, yeah, speaker, yes. That's um, good. you know, seeing, mm-hmm. seeing yourself how you're supposed to and then go home and you know, I don't know, not be the guy or girl you want to be. Hey, you know what? You're advancing your mind, your body, your spirit, your soul. You're a great public speaker as well. It just comes with the territory. I kind of like the idea, too. I've never really taken it this way, but I like the idea of taking something like public speaking and sort of using it as your, your core focus to change your whole life. I think that's really interesting because sometimes I personally can get caught up in, in, you know, sort of kinetically rearranging my entire life, but I don't really have a specific focus to hone in on. Um, So choosing something like this, knowing that it's just going to to spread and grow and and change all these other areas of your life is is sort of an exciting take, I think, on the law of attraction. You are unique. You're beautiful. You're different. There's no one else like you in the entire world. And I'm speaking to everybody individually that's listening to this podcast right now. The purpose of being here in the land of the living is to be an effective expression of who you are. That's going to require that you are a good communicator. That doesn't mean you need a microphone to do that and a room full of people who have paid an admission or who are there for, you know, for free to listen to you talk. It could be at a, a table at Starbucks with your best friend across from you. It could be when you go home for the holidays and you've got something to say to your family. You want to be an expression that is free from fear of the perfect, perfect, person that you are what would you say to the person that's listening right now and they're saying you know what i get it i get it i hear you i'm gonna go for it but i gotta give a toast you messed up right there with the butt but i gotta give a toast next week and i just don't think i can change my whole dna oh my goodness i am so jealous of you you've got an opportunity to give a toast next week what an opportunity for you to love yourself and to love others unconditionally seize it be the opportunist that sees that toast coming as a substance from the universe that's in agreement with an opportunity for you to express the uniqueness of who you are you've got to kinetically believe the good desire you've got to kinetically believe the goodness on the inside of you. You need to journal this and stir your imaginations up over it. You need to put on some music that is going to allow you just this time of meditative practice of of, uh, thinking about the within. What makes you unique and different? You've got to journal that image and keep it present tense in your mind. And then you've got to know that it's yours and you have to recognize all of the challenges when they show up and you're going to begin attracting everything that you believe, period. There's no exception to this. You will not be the first person to kinetically journal and use the law of attraction to bring that relief the essence of comfort and and peace into your life when it comes to public speaking this works for you there is there is nothing new under the sun everything that can ever be already is nothing is either created nothing is destroyed it's all here and you have perfect complete access to everything so here's the thing this is what i would say to that person don't ever compete ever again get out of the mindset of competition which means I'm comparing myself with other people. 
Remember, competition is going to always be based in fear. That that is negative energy, and you're operating. You're operating in peace, not fear. You don't have to compete ever again. Kinetic belief will get it to you, regardless of what it is. Nothing is too great or too good for you. Kinetic belief is the qualifier. Gratitude is the attraction. And you know this just as sure as the sun will rise tomorrow. And you are the deciding witness to what you will attract into your life. And this is what you're going to be attracting, is that opportunity to be a peaceful, beautiful expression of who you are. Your response was such a good reminder that when you're working on kinetic belief, you're working through, I should say, kinetic belief, using it, that the moment that you decide to do a thing, the first thought is is the thought. You know, you become that thing, you're one thought away. I guess, one affirmation away. You know, making that decision sort of pushes you over that threshold and you're as good as done. Um, so for someone who wants to think think about doing something like this quickly, even almost like overnight, you know, they have the event next week or something. I just love that idea that this is not, this does not need to be some labor intensive journey. You just start and you switch that perspective and you keep working it, but you know, we're all just one moment, one thought, one word away from changing ourselves. That's well stated, and you're, that's so true, uh, just one thought. And again, it goes back to recognize the negative thoughts when they show up. Don't allow it to come through twice. Cast that negative thought down. And also begin to look at every opportunity to communicate, be mm. it verbally or non-verbally with somebody else. It could be, again, at Starbucks, or yeah. maybe it's just a stranger on the street corner. Maybe it's uh, when you go home for the holidays. Yeah. You're going to have an opportunity to express yourself. It's not going to be what you say. And another way to look at it is, is how you say it. It's going to be how do you make people feel when you communicate? Mm, that's good. And they're vicariously learning. And people aren't going to remember what you say. They're going to remember what how you made them feel. Yeah. That's very true. So how do you make people feel when you're around them? You know, I, I knew the poet Maya Angelou personally, and she was genuinely friendly to everybody that she met. She was, she really was just a, a kind woman. And sometimes I would be at the, the gym and she would come in and work out. Even, I think she was probably in her late, mid to late seventies at the time, but she always had a smile on her face. Well, I've learned that, um, uh, the way that people make you feel is something you never, ever forget. In fact, I like something that uh, uh, Maya said many years ago, and it's, it's been written, written down. But she said that, you know, I've learned that people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did. But people will never forget how you made them feel. And wow. when we approach public speaking of any type, communicating with family, friends, strangers, always keep in mind it's going to be about how you make them feel. And isn't that interesting? Because it seems like we always end up back here at unconditional love, isn't making people feel mm. like they're loved and that they know that warmth from you. And I just think that's fascinating when you're putting that out into the world that it just, it covers a multitude of topics. Oh, it does. And perfected love casts out fear. <laughs> I feel like it's like, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> right? We, we reached the pinnacle. <laughs> right, right. Perfected love casts out the fear of public speaking. There it is. That's it. That's the key. <laughs> wow, that's really that's really good. Um, also, I wanted to cover, you had first talked about um, a really interesting point that you should see this speech, or even if you don't have something planned, you should see this as something that's already happened. 
which I thought was, right. I wanted right. you to expand on that just a little bit more. Um, how do we do that and how do we visualize something that's pending or, you know, sort of up and coming or that hasn't even been planned or scheduled yet as if it's already done? Well, already done is always going to be expressed. And the way to get there in a hurry is just through gratitude. The idea that you are grateful for the opportunity to have spoken. Stop looking at opportunities. Like, for example, you've got something on your calendar that says, you know, you're going to do, uh, you've got a toast you have to make at someone's wedding or you're going to Toastmasters or you've got a, an event coming up on Saturday that you've got to give the keynote speech for whatever rather than looking at it as something that's on the calendar in the future you can do this and you can do it through meditation is to see that it's already you you are that speech it is the opportunity is now and you made on you meditate on the essence of your your uh, perfected self expressing yourself in other words that that opportunity to speak again it's just going to be an opportunity for you to be you which you are now the only thing that's going to change is you are going to have an opportunity to express that to a room full of people look while while becoming a, a confident public speaker is going to be the supreme reason for being becoming the perfected expression of yourself don't allow for your motivation to be only for you mm. That's good. While you, you must become confident at communicating for the benefit of your soul and for, for the pleasures of life, so much enjoyment comes from the ability to graciously give of yourself for the satisfaction and the edification and the celebration of others. I think it's interesting how we've, we've come so far in this conversation and we've made it totally about us, not getting validation from other people, but now it's like we've also flipped the script and it's, it's all about us. But it's not about us. <laughs> That's, and isn't that love? You know, we were created in the image of the creator who is love. Mm. We are love. And all things work well and work perfectly when we are in love with ourselves and unconditionally loving others. I, something that just keeps popping into my mind is, is when you covered the topic of what you fear is going to happen to you. And, man, that's a big one because... You think you can't be neutral. You know, we think we can just put life in neutral sometimes, and we can't. I mean, if you are walking around, you know, fought, letting fear sort of fester for, for public speaking, you're just absolutely, you're, you're guaranteeing yourself failure. Well, fear, if you find yourself in fear, fear is a lot like water seeking its lowest level. You're not working on yourself. You're allowing the natural tendencies to overcome you and to drag you down the gutter, just to draw you, you're just becoming a victim to circumstances in life. And uh, you're being led around by emotions and feelings, which those, when they turn negative, what is negative? Negative is a, a fruit of fear. You're right back into fear. So you've got to work on practicing that uh, unconditional love for self, seeing yourself as uniquely uniquely made, nothing missing, nothing broken. There are no spiritual or soul birth defects. You were created perfectly, and now you're unbecoming all that stuff, all the negative influencers that have ever had access to you. You're unbecoming the imaginings and those thought forms that you have adhered to and believed all your life that's now been affecting you negatively causing you to fear getting up in front of people. See, so you're casting all that down and you're putting it in its right place. Look, to, to disregard the benefits of your honest, delightful, beautiful expression of self for the purposes of unconditionally loving others is going to be to overlook the enjoyment and satisfaction that fills your soul from doing those kind of things. Don't just be a speech giver. 
Uh, and in other words, don't just say what you think people will want to hear you say. To do that is to sacrifice yourself or to diminish who you are. If you practice doing this, I'm telling you, you're going to have less to offer others. First, become confident, like we've been talking about, for you. Do it for you. But first, first and foremost, believe to see yourself expressing yourself so that it agrees with your optimistic happiness. Hold that highest viewpoint. Hold that thought form of yourself, owning your topic of conversation as defined by what you know, not what others may or may not know. And then see yourself as expanding in all things for your personal growth, development, and your enjoyment. And, and then by all means, this is so vitally important. Speak of delightful things. Avoid negative observations. Um, and, and perpetuate your desire for good things. When you are giving a speech, when you're doing public speaking, make sure your topic is positive. It's uplifting. It's good. It's not uh, observing the negative. Resist the, the notion that you should see success as a public speaker as some kind of a selfish desire. That it's just serving you and only you. Because you're going to become greater through the experiences of enjoying what you desire. And by doing that, you're going to always have more to offer other people when you're humble enough to share. You've talked a lot about um, kinetic belief journaling, using the law of attraction guided journal or even your own. Um, How do you think a vision board fits into all of this? Is that something that would be useful? I mean, I know a lot of people love to use vision boards, but do you really just use a journal instead or how do you approach that? Well, I just I use the journal and the journal becomes your vision board because a journal you're actually able. You see, what we're doing is we're using kinetic belief and that's the the first half or the first part of the law of attraction. The law of attraction is what's coming towards you. Kinetic belief is what you are actively moving toward what you are attracting. And so to do that, I'm using a journal. I use a guided journal, and I am uh, elongating my thoughts, my visions. I'm holding that highest viewpoint into thought form as I'm journaling from day to day, moving myself, expressing the best version of myself throughout each day to day. So now all of a sudden, whatever's going on in the world, whatever's going on in family, friends, news, whatever, it's not going to affect the linear track that my best self has uh, achieved through kinetic belief journaling. Listen, appropriate to yourself the power to become what you want to be and do what you want to do once and for all. You need to settle it and decide it right now, right here today. Life is short and it's time to stop doing what others are telling you to do. And you need to recognize who you are, what makes you uniquely you. Exercise, creative energy, all the power and all the authority for creating manifestations that should be yours. That's a creative expression of who you are. Look for and expect to find ways for you to move forward and do it every single day. Don't stop. I don't care if it's the weekend. You don't have, you're not going to work. You don't have to shower to do this. You don't have to put on your Sunday best to do this. You don't have to go anywhere to do this. It's not going to cost you anything to do this. It will cost you everything to not do it. So every day, Move toward what you're manifesting with expectant faith and perfect confidence. Consider your life from the highest imagination and do it from the highest point of desire. Trust in the substance of the things that you are hoping for. Have belief in that. That is going to show up and create 
your heart's desire in response to your expectations. And by all means, listen, never, ever again fear. You fear not. From now on, do not give any place for fear in your mind, body, spirit, or soul because your desires are part of creation. You're not here to compete anymore. You don't have to compete. There's more than enough to go around. You're here to create. And let your desires, part of creation, and all that represent the desires of your perfect creator, the one that you were fashioned in the image of. Look, all you have to do is come into agreement with your creator's desire for you. You do that. You agree with that original perfected self. And I'm telling you that you will live a life of heart's desire where there is nothing missing or broken in your life anymore. You will be prosperous. Oh my goodness. You will be fully furnished. You will be able to travel and go wherever you want to go and be able to give unto every good work, loving other people unconditionally because why? Because you're loving yourself. Yeah. You nailed it. Yes. Public speaking, so about so much more than public speaking. Isn't it? <laughs> we have found that out today. Oh, it's also good. And again, you know, I think that we should look for opportunities to uh, speak publicly. In other words, mm, and and get down the cast down that idea of what what you think public speaking is. It's not it's not getting up there at the lectern on the and with the microphone and having to give some formal speech. That's not what it is. It's the opportunity to be, you know, you're you're a work of art. Well, where's your gallery? That's your opportunity to speak publicly. Do you think that in order to tap into that unique self that's going to come through in powerful public speaking that should you watch other public speakers for ideas that you think are really good or are, is this just looking inward? No, um, you, you should not. You need to start with self and end with self. Now, having said that, there are always these fun things, which is icing on the cake. And that is, you know, if you want to change the, you know, there's some tools that you can use to become a more effective uh, uh, verbally as a public speaker. There's, you know, articulation and there's there's all the speech forms and you can work on vocabulary, breathing techniques and all those fun things. That's not how you become a good public speaker. And that's just the way you fashion yourself as a public speaker. Becoming a good one is becoming honest with yourself and all the things we've been talking about today. That makes you a, an excellent public speaker. The, there should be no two public speakers alike. So don't study how someone else is public speaking to become one. You become yourself, and then you can work on elocution and all yeah, those other things. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Well, and then you get into the kinetic belief journaling. Make sure you're doing it every day and continue to go back and review what you've been writing. Write down those thought forms as they come because you are attracting those into your life. And then also make sure that you know, you've got gratitude affirmations that you are visiting every day because you change what you're thinking by, with what you're saying. Mm, you can yeah. say something. Well, let's just do it right now. Okay. Say, I have purposefully chosen. I have purposefully chosen. To break habitual thoughts. To break habitual thoughts. In my life. In my life. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. <laughs> right now. Right now. To know. To know. What I want. What I want. To change. To change. I'm glad I'm glad to understand, to understand that I have the kinetic power of belief that I have the kinetic power of belief to attract my perfected desire to attract my perfected desire to speak to speak in front of in front of crowds, crowds and more crowds and more crowds and more crowds and, more crowds, and a thousand people if need be and a thousand people if need be gladly gladly with great confidence with great confidence without fear without fear there it is there it yeah. is this is good for us it public is, speaking it? is good for you 
That was that was the <laughs> biggest thing I got from today is approaching it because because your your body goes no 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 no, <laughs> and, and now it's going yes 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 yes. Right, exactly. You know, <laughs> right. put your body in submission. That's that's how you do it. Oh, this has been really great today. I have to say, I got a lot out of this and. Maybe I'll just uh, MC the next event just for fun because I'm think ready. You, oh, you definitely should. And, and <laughs> by the way, up. you did a great job with that. Oh, and thank you. You really did. You, st- you. In fact, I had to get you off the stage. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> How am I going to get you off the stage? You seem to be enjoying it a little too much. Uh, you it did was awesome. So fun. Oh no, it was it was a blast. It was such a blast. And you know, if anyone does want to see the uh, magic that is Stephen Canyon speaking in public, then come to one of the master classes. Come to one of the events. It is powerful. I have to say, we cover a lot of information, a lot yeah. of ground, and mm-hmm. we do. The master classes are fun because you are a master of the universe when you are successfully kinetically believing to uh, manipulate and use the law of attraction for perfecting your life. You can just really use it for anything, can't you? And you should. You anything use you want to everything. achieve. That's oh, right. I love it. Everything comes down to a choice and a decision we're yeah. making and holding that thought form. One of the coolest things about law of attraction, kinetic belief, it, for me, it's just that you can get so good at it. I love mm-hmm. that. I love that because when you first start, it's a little, uh, you, you, I'm finding my bearings. Okay. I did it. I did, it's like a, you know, when you're trying to eat Well, you're good. overcoming all those <laughs> habitual patterns of thought yeah, and yeah. it takes some doing, but yeah. then it does, like you said, it gets easier. It does. Practice does make perfect. And we give you all the tools to do that. And you yeah. can find some of them on our website at kineticbelief.com. Absolutely. We are always updating the website with new event dates and new products. We have law of attraction gifts there. We have the guided journal, 100 day guided kinetic belief journal um there's so much on there right now lots of extra videos too teaching videos by you uh short and long there's actually a whole section too that's called asked and answered and it's really just uh you steven answering questions that people have uh emailed or texted to us keep checking the event calendar to see when we're going to be coming to a town near you i want to see you in person yeah we're updating the dates on the website every single week so keep checking back to see if we're going to be in your area soon and hey if you want us to come to your city or town feel free to shoot us an email we might consider it that'd be great hey this has been a lot of fun megan it's been so great i want to go speak to everyone <laughs> you should do it i'm, I'm going, going to come. starbucks I want, I want a front row seat i'm going to go talk to someone at starbucks <laughs> there, right now start right there about right? a latte okay we'll see you tomorrow okay, okay thanks all right bye